0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about sponsorship again, but we spend a lot of time talking about how to find sponsors, how to get your sponsors. But once you've got your sponsor, how do you make sure that they come back for a round two? Because they're probably going to be the easiest people to sponsor if you do a good job the first time around, right? So how can you make sure you get the best possible results for your sponsor? Listen to this podcast. Yeah, but now we need to actually deliver on it. Oh, (laughs) fuck. Oh, actually, before that, on our previous episode, we were telling everyone to pull their... Well, I don't know if it was a previous episode, but one of the recent episodes, we were telling everyone to pull their car over. No, keep driving. Or Okay, I was saying to pull the car over. You were saying to keep driving and follow the show. And we must have said it about four times in an episode. Was it yesterday? We jumped 126 places in the charts back into the top 10 Damn. under how-to. Um, so all of you that were driving and pulled over or decided to get your phone out while driving and follow the show, thank Where you very do. much.
1: So, those of you that didn't follow the show. what are you waiting for? Everybody else is doing it you're you're not cool if you don't do it.
0: yeah, it's you should be cheap, yeah,
1: follow the crowd, yeah and make sure you're on your phone whilst you drive as long as you're hit and follow on our show.
0: <laughs> you know what? yeah, you what know the sure. problem is, is if
1: this show like ends up like blowing up, then I'd probably get in trouble for saying yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: good job we haven't got like tens of thousands it's right it's It's only only podcast geeks (laughs) eh? yeah right well let's just hope there's no I didn't see any car accidents over the last week or so oh that's fine well I suppose we should do some content we should um sponsors yes sponsorship off you go
1: first of all stop hitting the table we're podcasting about podcasting (laughs) that is very true grow (laughs) up what was one of the episodes we've done recently easy mistakes to make that one yeah that is true especially with these types of mics Mm. They're on the desk. Those of you who listen to audio, really easy. Like I don't know if you will pick this up with these stands, but if people hit them, it's so annoying to listen to. Dan's crying right now. I'm yeah, probably. That's really no, fine. Why don't I leave it? In? It's, a, it's a teaching point. Yeah, good point. So, right, how do you maximise retention of sponsors? So, this normally starts stems really back to your first negotiation when you get your first one. If I'm negotiating a sponsorship deal, it's normally always eight to 12 weeks for the first one and i'll recap quickly why firstly it normally takes on average somebody seven touch points before making a buying decision so really you want minimum eight but i would really rather push for 12 so that your audience have got enough time to hear that ad enjoy it really think okay fine i'll finally take action so don't forget not every single listener is going to listen to every episode So it could probably take more than seven anyway to get seven touch points. And perhaps they might skip a couple or they might not really listen to it or whatever. So you do need quite a good running at it for people to take action. So you're kind of doing yourself a disservice by not, and also the sponsor by not doing seven minimum, but really it should be like eight to 12 because they need to see the conversions before they're going to renew and sponsor you a second time. So it really starts all the way back at the beginning of the first negotiation. Now the reason I sort of say twelve weeks maybe on the top end is, well, if you're, you know, listening to this show, obviously, but you're continuing to grow your podcast, grow your brand, and you're getting a bigger following, you don't want to sell today's price in six months' time when your following has doubled or tripled or whatever, especially early on when you get some really quick gains. So, if you commit to, oh, okay, a few hundred quid an episode for like 12 months, they're winning after about three months because you would have grown massively by that time. They're getting it cheap as chips. It's not ideal. So, eight to 12 weeks and then you need to really be speaking to them around that sort of 11, 10-week mark and hopefully they've seen some traction. We'll talk to you about how you actually make sure that the sponsor gets some sales because that's the, the whole point. I think going back to the beginning of your first negotiation as well, I always ask sponsors, are you looking for brand awareness or are you looking for conversions? I was going to say
0: that because if they say conversions, then you can say, well, you should do it for at least this amount of time because it takes that many touch points, basically the points you just made. 100%.
1: And and if somebody's looking for brand awareness, then chances are they don't want to give you all their budget. They want sort of less eggs in many baskets and they might want to sponsor other creators, do some ads, do some blogs, whatever, do some of their own content and really spread that budget thin to get in front of as many people as possible. If somebody's looking for conversion, that's the opposite of what you want to do. You want to find a really solid strategy, whether it be ads on a podcast or a YouTube channel or Facebook ads, to really target your ideal client. And you want to hit that client multiple times before they convert. So I pretty much only work with people, get our students to only work with people who are looking for conversions. And then that way, you definitely get a trackable link so that you and they can see how many leads are going through that link. And then that is data to help you when you're negotiating your second deal to say, hey, do you want to re up Look, you've got way more leads than previous podcast sponsorship or you know, above what you was expecting. And that data can really help support you to get a second contract.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that a lot. Um, the conversion point is a big one, but I feel like also with brand awareness, if someone says brand awareness, you can say, great, well, if you want to stick in people's minds, they need to hear you multiple times. So that's a, you can use the same argument for both, right? Conversions, unlock touch points to make a buying decision. Brand awareness, well, the more time someone hears you, the more they're going to be relevant for you. So you can use whichever side they choose, you can use that as an argument for, this is what I should sponsor for at least eight weeks. Yeah, and you can build up your package then of uh,
1: YouTube, email, social, because, oh, you just want to get your name out there. Well, fine, podcast gets a few thousand downloads a month, but the YouTube gets, you know, 10,000, and then the... the Reels and TikToks get, you know, hundreds of thousands a month and then you can sort of help. But I would generally avoid brand awareness just because there rarely is the money ever there for, yeah. for the person.
0: Fair point, fair point. Uh, so moving on, you've got the sponsorship now. They are the sponsor of your show. It's the first, first of their eight weeks. What things should you implement? What things should you make sure to do to give them the best chance of getting results?
1: The biggest thing is the delivery of the ad. If it's really obvious an ad, you know, there's like intro, outro music to it and it's, you know, sometimes you can hear this the,
0: episode is sponsored by, yeah, and I then just that. read
1: their blurb. I hate it when somebody says, this is one of my biggest pet peeves, we're interrupting this podcast because, and then the host does like a, skip, no, skip, don't, skip, don't skip, interrupt, skip, no, I don't want you to like, that's shit, like, don't, I'm, mm. I'm trying to listen to this content and then it's like, Squarespace or something really irrelevant Mm. so but actually let's go on to that sort of two points i'll break down doing a good ad but then also we'll move on to finding the right sponsor in the first place is probably the biggest thing but doing the the normal ad all right so let's use something very recent as a a, um, analogy when we were making a joke about getting people to hit follow and it was like, oh, well, loads of people who are, um, listen tend to listen in the car, so that that's their excuse for not following. So you say pull over, and I'm sort of saying, no, 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 carry on, like drive. And you make a bit of a thing of it. And it's within content, and it's sort of within the back and forth and the banter, and it's clearly a call to action. And it, if you didn't notice it was, go hit follow now. What are you waiting for? Why on? are you still driving? <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but when you can mix it in with content like that, one, it's a pattern interrupt. But two you didn't know to skip because we just sort of snuck it in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, so now it's... Can't, you know. can't skip if we're sneaky. <laughs> exactly. So now it's just in the brain and they can't avoid it. So, if you can relate it as well, so let's use an example. That I, a lot of our listeners are in the UK, so let's use Stephen Bartlett because it's one that most people podcasts listen to, right? With Huel. He, first of all, product placement. It is literally in frame if you're watching the video version. Anytime. time one of his guests is like, oh, what's this? And he sort of just rattles, like quickly explains what it is in 20 seconds as a conversation because it's, you know, not necessarily not necessarily during the episode, but when they're sitting down and the tech guys are sorting out the mic and the cameras and they're like, oh, what's this? It's Huel. it's got all these vitamins, blah, blah, blah. This isn't sponsored by Huel, by the way. Unless they want to give me money now, but um, they just take that and upload that as the ad because it's really natural. Oh, famous person asks famous podcaster what is fuel famous podcaster says to famous person here are all the benefits and then if they don't do that because they're not asked and there's an actual ad it's related to the host because most of the listeners like the host so with steven you know flying all over the place i'm busy entrepreneur you know so i have fuel because blah 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 and it's very um It's not a really aggressive cut. It's quite seamless. Sometimes, I mean, he even got in trouble a little bit because sometimes it's not that obvious it's an ad. But that's kind of, those bloodlines, kind of where you want to be to really morph it into it. And if you can make a whole topic about it in an episode, then absolutely do.
0: You should make the endorse, you should genuinely endorse it. Make it look like the host is genuinely endorsing it and using whatever the product is. Not this is sponsored by this and then read off what it is and it's obvious that you are just being paid to sponsor them. you don't use it oh yeah buy this mattress yeah exactly like make it seem as though you genuinely use the product even if you don't talk about its features why why it helps you specifically make it as though it's not an ad like you say and not just a script don't be reading an ad script and then be like cool moving on and it's like well you don't actually use that product you just read an ad whereas if you're saying I like this specifically because this is my favorite flavor. I tend to drink well whilst doing this. Um, it, all of that makes it way more, oh, this person actually uses it, and someone's way more likely to buy into it. And like you say, if you can make a joke out of it or make a recurring thing, that's a great idea. The podcast I like um, starts every episode with it. They're sponsored by solicitors. And then the host will ask the co-host to, like, what's your favorite service they provide? And then he, like, it's obviously almost taken a piss, but they will come out with, one of the random services they provide um, and maybe relate it to a previous episode or something. So making a joke of it, making it seem like it's actually being used and not just a, a script that's read.
1: Yeah, if you can make it as a content piece as well, that's amazing. So I was speaking to a dating app, which is looking at sponsoring some podcasts and they've got a bunch of data from like millions of users and they're like, oh, if we supply you with like statistics and data, can you make like a content section out of it? And then that bridge to the app, I was like, yeah, brilliant idea. Because it's then not necessarily just in, like, if an ad can entertain you at the same time, like, if you just look at how much money is spent on, like, the Super Bowl ads every year, and people, some people actually just specifically go and watch the ads, because it's, like, entertaining. So if you can make it content at the same time, do, you know, some products are just boring, so you can't do that. But if you can but if you want them to get the biggest conversion, the reason you do is because they'll continue to pay you more money. Is be selective with who you work with. Now, fine, you might want to get a money grab your first couple, but really, like they're probably not going to renew. And you, if you listen to this podcast anyway, are probably going to have a very, very specific audience. Good, that's what you should be doing, right? We always hate, you know, interviewing inspiring people, right? Whatever. <laughs> so if you have got a specific audience find a company that will really genuinely serve a huge percentage of that audience like genuinely a product that you in your heart believe is worth the money is valuable is a good product you would endorse for free then you then that is the company because chances are that will convert really well just by being very selective of who your audience is and who you decide to work with as a sponsor.
0: Absolutely. I've seen a lot of ads from people who's like, I've actually been using this for years and I'm excited that they're finally sponsoring me. I don't know the statistics, but I imagine they do the best where, I mean, I don't know if it's true, but where a host says, oh, I've been using these before they were sponsoring me and I reached out to them because I love their product and now they're sponsoring me because people genuinely buy into it. And it's like, oh, they're not just reading it because it's a sponsor. It's actually one of the brands they really like. Yeah, and that's when people always ask, like, oh,
1: where do I start with sponsors? Like, who do you use already? Yeah, generally, if if that if you've gone blank of who do I reach out to, you know, we say find a marketing director or a head of partnerships on LinkedIn for the, some companies. Well, what companies? Well, who would you endorse for free? Start there because, one, it just becomes way more authentic
0: and that then leads to two, which is then people trust you and buy it more. Absolutely. I was... I saw uh, some survey results from a podcast yesterday, and from the people that filled in this person's survey, over half of them have purchased something that they've recommended on the show. So, if you think obviously that's the people who filled in the survey, so go down to half if you like. But imagine half your audience have purchased something you've recommended over about a hundred episodes or so. How valuable are you now to an to a, a sponsor? How many people have purchased a TV ad? Right, like probably not that many. So I think. If you can, well, which you can, if you can have the statistics to back it up as well, when you approach a sponsor, that will help you get the right person in the first place. Going back to already got the sponsor, you now need to get the placement right. Obviously, end roll doesn't tend to be very good. That's the cheapest place. You've got mid roll and pre roll. I think mid roll is the best as long as you do it kind of, genu- um, what's the word? Naturally, rather than like, here comes an ad break. Start is good if you have a very sharp intro. A lot of people have long intros and don't want to change their long intros. Like, fine, whatever. But if you're one of those people with a long intro that you think there's a good chance your audience skip it quite often to get the best results from your ad, you should probably be putting it mid-roll.
1: I don't really like pre-roll ads, to be honest. I think what you can do, which is sort of on a, another point but I'll, I'll close the loop is if you, you say you're going to sponsor me for 12 episodes great and I, i'll do it mid-rail because i know you'll convert better but i don't mind putting a dynamic ad you know at the beginning and the end of my back catalog of content right because it's there but the actual main agreement we're making you know for the 12 weeks it should really be sort of 10 to 25 minutes let's say it's an hour long sort of 10 to 20 ish minutes in is when you want it. Because that's when you're going to have the highest retention. People have already started doing their other tasks. So very similar to how we said, sort of, you know, sneak it in. That, that's what's happening. They're already it's, driving. Exactly.
0: And odds are the host isn't telling them to pull over. Or to whip their phone out. I, th- I think pull over for safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, but, still follow the show. Yeah, well, yeah, follow the show. What are you doing? What are you doing <laughs> if you're why, not? Are you st- why are you still <laughs> driving? Or why are you driving without your phone <laughs> in your hand?
1: But, it, you, know, you know, they're cooking, they're doing whatever, they're doing the tasks. So they're already there. So they're going to hear it. I listen to a few podcasts that have ads at the beginning. Immediately, I press play, buffers for a second, and then I just spam the plus 30 seconds button. Thing is, sometimes, especially if I'm getting in the car and I'm in the rush, I'm not even like, I spam plus 30 seconds and they're already talking, they're already halfway through a sentence. I don't even rewind it to go back to like the very beginning because I can't be asked to keep like flicking. So that, and I do that with quite a few different shows. That's a terrible behavior to train your audience to do. There's podcasts that I've listened to for months, if not years, and I probably haven't heard a single one of their ads, despite I know them having multiple. Mm. So, do you know what I mean? So, terrible. Put yourself in the listener's shoes, right? Exactly. So, put it in 10, 20 minutes. Make it a bit creative. So, again, people aren't skipping even if they can because it sort of snuck in there. I always have the main call to action, whatever it is, it's the top link in the show notes. So it's very easy for people to find. And then let's say you've got like a very small niche audience, right? So I was um, speaking to one person, podcaster, is a property investor and he does a lot of training, right? So he teaches other people how to do it as well. So what he'll do is he'll have a sponsor on the podcast he will also recommend that same company using the link for his podcast in his training to try and help get some extra sales, because that just there's people he would recommend anyway, which is why it works. So he's not recommending it just to get the sales because he was already recommending them. But those one to one conversations, people go, "Oh, um, you know, what supplement should I buy, or what product do I need? You know, what software should I use?" Like people ask all the time, um, "What hosting site should I use?" Well, we use Omni Studio, which is like an enterprise one. So I normally say to people, I quite like Acast. So I just I just say that to people all the time. You know, if we had like a sponsorship deal for that, that we had a trackable link for Acast. Honestly, probably make that look. Yeah, but I probably get asked that five to ten times a week easily, if not more. So that's outside of the podcast. That's outside of social media. That's just one-on-one conversations. So if you can convert more on those conversations as well, then do. Right, because you want them to um, renew, and then what I would do is after your first agreement, look at a longer one. Right, look at six months. Then after that, maybe look at a twelve months. Then you get to the level of a-, a Stephen Butler, where he's got sort of two or three companies that he's essentially a brand ambassador for, and they're just continuously sponsoring a, a year at a time, if not longer. Because one, it's guaranteed money because I would rather take a little bit less money at that point. Once you've been doing it a while, you're sort of at a big audience size, I would rather take, you know, 30% less and it be guaranteed over the year paid up front than having to find to negotiate sponsorships every eight to 12 weeks personally, but not on your first probably one or two. You really want time for your audience to grow so then you can make more money. If you sign up for 12 months at the beginning, you're selling yourself short. You'll get pennies absolutely but
0: well, i think that's more or less the main point on when you get when you get a sponsor what to do to keep them placement wise look at mid-roll make it natural don't make it sound like an ad take a bit of time on who you're approaching with your sponsor um and what other one was there i feel like i'm missing one um, product placement if you've got video as well i don't know if we really mentioned that but yeah the, the, those are the main ones make it seem natural put it in the middle don't announce your ad. Um, genuinely use the product if possible talk about it make it content related um, and invest into it in in the sense of invest into their results don't think oh i've got the money that's cool now i've just got to read their name so is it treated like your own and also if you're sponsoring your own podcast with your own brand or selling your own thing take the same advice right if you're going to talk about we would sit here and talk about oh we got a three-day training course like we'd take the same advice and slip it in a couple of minutes in so our episodes are shorter so what a third of the way in and make it natural and then have the link right at the top.
1: Oh quickly though I need to interrupt this episode with a quick ad break. The sponsors is this podcast. I know. This information you twice back, from back from from frozen, you
0: Yeah go on. <laughs> I can't sing. Alright all right, we're leaving. Thanks everyone. <laughs>